too crazy for boys town, too much of a boy for crazy town. The child was an outcast. When you go to the men's room later, you'll see a sign that says, Gentlemen, pay no heed, go right in. There's no room that says scoundrel on it. You want to be a thug. You want to smoke weed and play cars all night, punk. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. He has the grace of a swan, the wisdom of an owl, and the eye of an eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. It is not here to argue. I am here. Jam is here. You are here. But more importantly, our NBA predictions episode is here. That's really what's most important. Our NBA, I guess, futures edition. Um Either way, I've got picks. Jam has props. Jam, do you have props? I got um, more picks than props. Jam doesn't have props. Jam has oh, oh, hold on. I just, I'm just i so locked into games of skill that I don't even know how we define a prop here. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I'm ready to boogie. Now, I should preface this <clears throat> excuse me, by saying this. One, I have five predict five NBA predictions for the people this season, which I will get to. Two, I have my favorite and my long shot for all the like team picks and award picks. Three, this is what I'm most excited about. After doing way too much internet research, I'm almost certain that I can tell you who the MVP is going to be from one of three people, and none of them are the top three favorites. I oh feel, wow! I feel fair. I feel fairly certain. Yeah, I just give you one, two, and three. I just go Charles, <laughs> uh, Jordan, Michael. I pick Michael Jordan. Um, MVP is the one I actually have put the most thought into because the odds okay. are, are insane to me. So that'll be a good okay. One. Beautiful, beautiful. So I'll say this: I have not checked any of these. I don't know if they've been updated since this Kyrie news or not. I specifically, I didn't want to check because I was like, when we pull it up, we'll if it's changed, it's changed. If it's not, it's not. So we will start. If you can give me the. Um, Finals favorites. I think it was updated Monday. It says at one thirty-five. So I don't remember okay, when. So that I, no, these are okay. So these do not reflect it either. I mean, I, I'll say this: if it was going to affect it, these would have been updated. Like they, this yeah. is not something like they. <laughs> they don't known, just wait on that. Nah, yeah, known slacker. Ah, I forgot. To, damn, I forgot to change that line, man. Uh, that's something the risk team would do. Am I right, folks? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, no. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> 2022 NBA Finals odds. So, Nets, the favorite, plus 240. I, if Kyrie does, if he doesn't play at all this season, are they still the favorites? I think so. I don't know if I, I think they're like clearly among them, but I don't know if I can say like without them. I don't. It's just you, if you don't have him or what you get for it, it just lowers your margin of error so much. So that's why I like they. I wouldn't drop them lower than 
I don't know, probably second or third, but I do feel like it would move everybody else up a slot. But I'll also say, and I don't really want to talk about Kyrie Irving. I don't know how long this goes on. I feel like he, I feel like he ultimately plays more games than he misses. Um, and I'll leave it at that. So, Lakers plus four hundred. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't hate Warriors plus nine hundred. I do hate that. That's a that's a dumb that's a dumb guy's pick. I, uh, a dumb I person that. would pick that. I hate that quite a bit. Um, Vincent, I thought it would change. Since I've had my eye on it for a while, Bucks plus nine hundred has not changed. I'm still in on that. I'm still like before the Kyrie news, even with like that's news that maybe if maybe the Kyrie news doesn't change them being the favorite, but I I feel like it has to help everybody else's odds, right? Like they just lose an All NBA player for nothing. Long shot. You got any long shot? Anybody outside of I would say top five so the sun nets lakers warriors bucks suns top five any long shots jumping out at you hmm, i think anyone this is gonna be such a homer pick but going no, all the way down i don't want i wouldn't pick the celtics but i'm trying to think of a world yes, in would. which this team oh of course i would pick the celtics it's way more fun to bet on the team you root for and your Definitely. interests are aligned we call it double dipping yeah. exactly and but I could see everyone above the Celtics. Like, I can craft a story in my head where they win the title. And so, my favorites out of, like, not the top five, um, probably the Clippers or the um, the Nuggets. Like, a West Coast team that has a uh, known star. Sure. Uh, because I agree. I think that the Nets and the Bucks are the best team in the East. And I think they're, like, clearly at the top two. Mm-hmm. I think the West is a little bit more wide open. So, you could, like, I wouldn't be shocked if the Nuggets – even the Mavericks, although that goes against what I'm going to predict later, that the Mavericks will stink. Uh-oh. But oh, yeah, don't step on it. Don't, don't I don't want to step on it. it. But, like, I just think the West is way more wide open. And so I can envision pretty much everyone from Nets all the way down to Celtics a story in my head where they could win a championship. The Celtics one may be the most delusional, but I'm, For sure. I'm ready to rock with it. For sure. The one I like, plus 1,600. This is purely a spite play. The Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> this is purely spite in terms of Ben Simmons has just showed up. I, I mean, I don't know if it's just water under the bridge. We'll see. But either way, I like even before this started, and I, I stand by this, he starts the season there, but I've said I don't think he ends the season there. If you like whatever they get for him, he's back. So I feel like that gets his trade value somewhat more regular. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever they get for him, Embiid, Philly as a city, so they might just win the title out of spite. <laughs> I just—it's like you'd have to be betting on Maury to nail the trade, which maybe. Um, but it, it's for plus sixteen hundred. I don't hate it. What if Ben Simmons just plays better with like Philly, just furious with him? Like that's what he needs to stop being such a coward is just to play with rage and eventually yeah, he just, just he's was like a heel the entire season is like yeah dr- I dare you to be this good <laughs> they start cheering for him and he starts booing them no no, <laughs> no. he just starts thinking again I feed uh, off your hatred yeah, I feel like this anyone stop else it. like it's the only way to make Ben Simmons he's, good <laughs> Ben Simmons he just has to go around uh, like running school buses off the road <laughs> to just get public ire against him. He has a 20-point triple-double in the finals now. 
Eastern I like, Conference. I like that bet. That's a fun bet to bet on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all again. It's ju- it's pure spite. Like there are certain, like I like Kevin Durant's the best player on the favorite. I don't think he's not like I don't like Kyrie. Oh yeah, we're gonna win. I just don't think he's. I just don't think that's his nature. I think that's exactly Joel Embiid's nature. I don't think it could be any more Joel Embiid's <laughs> nature. So purely a spite play there. Next, we got Eastern Conference. This is just favorite to win the Eastern Conference. Nets minus 125. Again, that's boring. Um, Very boring. Yeah, I like Bucks to win it all. So thus, I like Bucks plus 425 to win the Eastern Conference. Again, even if you think they get there and get smoked, do they have what it takes to win three rounds? I think so. I think so. So any... Celtics aside, anybody I guess, outside like, of the, the Hawks? I would pick the. I wouldn't take the Heat, but the Hawks feel like a like I can craft that narrative of. You would need the Bucks or the Nets to take each other out in round two. You need a situation where you only like can run through one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Hawks are a pretty deep team, and Trey Young as the villain, uh, and like going in against all these kind of Eastern Conference teams definitely uh, can craft away. They just are like. Word made a great run last year and then are adding Hunter back healthy. And I don't know. Reddish too. It just feels like, yeah, Reddish too. It's like you need a a team can build off a playoff run like that. And I just like the villain of uh, Trey Young. So for a long shot, that's a a fun one to root for. Again, just for three, you don't have to think the Hawks are just cruising to the top. But if you think they can get there, even if they get rolled, plus 1,600, I like it too. That's the third thing about betting. I'm I'm never gonna bet for the Nets. About what? Games of skilling, skilling That's the game. About, about gossing is what we call if, it. Uh, if I see a minus before the odds, that I'm just just that's stupid to me. I'm not gonna yeah, double means, my money with a bet. Then what am I doing here? It means you have to pay them money, even if you win. <laughs> you still have to give Vegas 125. Now, yeah, I like. I I think they're legit. Too deep at every position. I think they have a star. I mean, they've shown they have a star, all star level player. They have enough role players and young players. Some of them are the same ones. Like that, if they all take a step forward, great. Even if they don't, like you got Herder and Hunter and Reddish and Okongu, who's hurt, but when he comes back, you've got Delon Wright, who I think will be like a very good backup point guard. Gorgie Dang, a very good backup center. Like I feel like they've just got a lot of pieces that work. Are they the, the deepest team in the league? They might be house. Uh, not that I mean, they, I really do like once Okongu comes back, it's gonna be he or Gorgie Dang is just not playing. I didn't even mention John Collins, who just, like just got maximum money. I didn't mention Bogdanovich, who was hurt last year in the playoffs. I didn't mention Gallinari, who looked good in a, a bench role. So I, I get there, I think they're legit too deep at every position from the time Nate McMillan took on, uh, took over. On they won 71% of their games. So if I told you a team won 71% of their games and then made the conference final, like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a crazy run. It just feels like, oh well, look, the team that's winning 70% of their games won 70% of their game. And they so, have a star go-to player who can like score in the playoffs. And yeah. they have a lot of three-point shooting. Like they we saw last year they kind of have a, a good formula, plus they're super deep, so they're like gonna have regular season wins. Like I, I think the I 
because I'm a dumb idiot, tweeted out that yeah. the Celtics had the, the deepest team in the league because I was caught up no. watching Aaron Neesmith and Peyton Pritchard. No. There are going to be a pretty deep team, but someone was like, what about the Hawks? And I was like, yeah, that one makes a little bit more sense. Just For sure. They, but the Celtics do have some like established NBA players coming on the bench, Horford, Schroeder, Richardson. So I'm uh, talking myself into it. But the Hawks definitely – uh stand out to me the same person who tweeted me that also said the nets were the deepest team in the league and that just didn't make any sense to me uh you know what i they're not the deepest team i do think the nets are kind of slick deep though i do think they are kind of slick deep like if you give me their somebody's got like depth where it shows like their first second and third like not just the roster um but i mean a couple of its young guys like if they're willing to depend on them which they i mean they depended on like Nick Claxton. Yeah, here we go. Zoom in a little bit, please. Yeah, so James Harden, Joe Harris, Bruce Brown, Kevin Durant, LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Their uh, second, their backups, Patty Mills, Javon Carter, who is solid, uh, DeAndre Bembry, who I didn't know they had, but Blake Griffin, Paul Millsap, James Johnson. You still got Nick Claxton. You still got... Dayron Sharp was like a first-round pick, big guy. I don't know how much he'll play. We'll see. Cam Thomas was a rookie. Don't know how much he'll play, and maybe Kyrie Irving comes. <laughs> so I like I, I, not the deepest team, but I think they, I think they're kind of big, heavy. Like I just they're don't big, know. heavy, and old, heavy. Like what's Lamar well, Aldridge and Paul Millsap really going to do for you? Well, it's I, I, I think it's a good problem to have that they went into is like okay, Aldridge is out. We know for sure we can get, like, they had Blake Griffin. Let's get Paul Millsat. And then Aldridge was like, hey, I'm ready to play. Um, Remember me? All-star, yeah. Marcus Aldridge. <laughs> yeah, so uh, over 82 games might not be a bad thing to just be able to swap those three out. Uh, again, And but I think as long as you don't lose Claxton in that mix, because he's like, needs minutes. Um, it's anyway. kind of wild here that Joe Harris is the starting shooting guard and the backup small forward. It's like just like Diamond Joe to, to kind of do two roles at once. This, just like Patty Mills, man. He's yeah. just the backup guard. All of them. Um, give me uh, Western Conference odds. What are we looking at? Western Conference. Lakers the favorite plus 170. Sure. Warriors plus 425. I don't hate it, Jam. Really? When did the Warriors uh, jump the, into the second? Like, I feel like for the we looked at this probably like a month ago, mm-hmm. and it was the Lakers and then everyone else. When did the Warriors emerge as the kind of that number two team in the West? I, I I'll I'll tell you when. I talk. I was like, I think if I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Can they win around? Yes, I think they can win two. Or like, you just think of like the like the Nuggets that made the second round last year and just got absolutely blitzed by the Suns. The Warriors can, so it's like, okay, I think they can feasibly make the conference finals. If you can make the conference finals, you have a chance, right? Like the Clippers and the Nuggets, two like people that would be much higher if they were not missing major pieces. So it feels like they're kind of out. Dallas and Portland, I just don't think they're ready team-wise. I just, as, as they got the star, I just don't think they're ready team-wise. Suns or Jazz? Is a good series, and I like they'll be up there for sure. But if you tell me, like it's a healthy Clay's, I think I don't know when Clay's coming back, but that he'll be back by the playoffs. Knock on wood. They could they could be the healthy Suns or Jazz team. I don't know who be like it might be who has home court, who's healthier, whatever all that. 
So then it leaves like the Lakers who are the favorite. And if you play them last, who knows if AD or Bron are healthy? Like there's the path. And for 425, like again, when you the favorites plus 170, the Suns are third at plus 700. That's a big gap. That's a big gap. Oh, yeah. For the Suns to be 700, the team that made the finals last year, and the Jazz to be 750, the team was that was the one seed last year. So when I look at it in that context, I don't hate Warriors plus 425. It feels like Clay has to come back and be somewhat Clay at some point, but he's supposed to come back near around Christmas. And then you say, yeah, you give him a couple months and then he's ready for the playoffs. The question I want to know is when is Jamal Murray going to come back? And is there a chance that Jamal Murray is playing healthy, like in the playoffs? Because then that Nuggets plus 1100, if this is just on who's going to win the playoffs, like we've seen Jokic carry a team. Yeah, he got uh, swept at it last year, but that was with like just yeah, no roster it. whatsoever. You have Porter better. You have Jamal Murray playing full Jamal Murray. The Nuggets is, is my is my spicy long shot for that Western Conference. I don't hate it. Again, plus 1100. Like, I think Jokic has kind of just shown he is a, like, if I get to the playoffs, we're winning at least a round. I think he did at least three years straight. Like, I can get you at least a round. Brought in Jeff Green uh, from Brooklyn, which I think is a really good move. Just going to be able to give them some some looks they didn't have before. Jeff and Jermichael Green. Maybe some Zeke Najee run. I think they've got, like, in... In Jamal's absence, they've got like like Bones Highland, Marcus Howard, um, Will Barton, PJ Dozier. They have some guys in addition to, I think they brought back Rivers, uh, Compazzo. But yeah, you're going to need that step from Michael Porter Jr. If he makes it though, then yeah, plus 1100. And maybe you get Jamal back. I don't, I'm less skeptical on that, but you never know. I don't. People tear their Achilles and win the Olympic gold medal like six weeks. Like I, I don't know. Like maybe Jamal Murray's playing. He might be back before Clay Thompson. I, I just don't know how any of this works. Did we ever get an update on that guy from Clemson uh, who came back in uh, two weeks? I'm sure he's fine. He's probably uh, <laughs> leading Russia, leading Russia in the country. He was the backup yeah. QB at Clemson. Yeah, and uh, tore his Achilles and was back. I think it six months. Yeah, I just want to check a check his stats this year. Maybe. Uh, Maybe he's doing fantastic. Listen, Clemson stinks. (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like I haven't heard about them as much this year. Nah, they're bad. Big bad. Uh, Me, I hate to see it. Isn't your, uh, did I hear the other day that Kentucky is uh, undefeated? That's right. That's right. Now, I don't know much about college football, but uh, tell me more about this. I like uh, like jumping on a bandwagon. Don't you, uh, we'll we'll get to them. Don't you fret. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we'll Going get on to track this. here, trying to uh, really bring in that college football talk. You know why? Oh, yeah. I put on my NASCAR helmet, and I'm just put, really <laughs> want to talk college football. Put a pin in that. Um, let me see. Next we got what's Atlantic Division, I think. Okay, yeah, Atlantic Division. Net Sixers, Celtics, Knicks, Raptors. Talk me into the Celtics plus 1,000. Go ahead. No, the smart play here is the 76ers. <laughs> Celtics okay. are not going to win the uh, – division against the Celtics. Like my faintest dreams about the Celtics are them going on a miracle run in the playoffs. Mm. There's just no way they finish better regular season record than either the Nets or the 76ers. I'm not going to bet on the Nets because it's minus odds. That's ridiculous. That's no fun. So 76ers plus 350 
Ben Simmons getting booed the entire time. And like that's it's the obvious bet to me. I will say your spite play. The spite play is great. I will say I saw the Raptors uh preseason game against the Celtics in person, and the Raptors like starting lineup is gonna be so annoying to play against. They're just gonna be a very solid team. Good they have defense. Dragic, Van Vliet, OG, who was doing some crazy stuff, Siakam, Scotty Barnes, Chris Boucher. The most uh, underrated get in the uh, offseason, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> there he is, the biggest, the biggest shock. <laughs> they're gonna be. Uh, I don't think they're depth. They have enough depth to be like that competitive, but they're gonna be sneaky good. Uh, so I'm not gonna bet on them, but they're like they're gonna be annoying. Yeah, no, it's like, one of those. I hate like, Nick Nurse. Oh it's God. like I think the Celtics could finish second place here, but it just it helps you none in this particular game of skill. Yeah. Um, yeah next is the central bucks minus 1000 next uh that's just going to happen southeast southeast is interesting heat plus 100 hawks plus 125 hornets wizards magic hawks plus 125 is interesting talk me into the hornets i know your boys are making moves talk me into the hornets plus 1000 i think you're gonna like this argument P.J. Washington. It all comes down to whether or not P.J. Washington can play big and uh, kind of carry small ball five lineups with them because they have Terry Lamello, Hayward Bridges, and then P.J. Washington playing the five. And if they have that, like if that can work. And Plum Dog Millionaire, uh, whichever Plumley they is. Yeah, they have Plumley's going to have to play some minutes just because I just don't think you can start P.J. Washington at the five. But I think the mm-hmm. Hornets offense is going to be crazy good this year. Uh, and that's going to be the best rendition of it, especially mm. if PJ can play like when they play five out and like PJ can step out and just give space to Terry and LaMelo, who's I think going to take a step this year. Like, I think that they're going to be a top five offense this year. It's just whether or not the defense can survive and whether or not you can, can survive with like that many minutes of PJ at the five. I think they will. Again, it's a thing. It, it just doesn't help you in this particular. Like they can oh, figure yeah. all that out, and I still don't know if they'll be. And this would be a dumb game. bet. And I'll tell Hawks you, fifteen D. Yeah, um, <laughs> Nick Freeman. Next... I'll tell you to your face. I'm not betting. Yeah. <laughs> Northwest Division is Jazz uh, minus two twenty five. Nuggets plus was it plus two fifty? I don't hate again by. All that matters is the, the last day of the regular season. So you're playing for the last day in the April, May, or whenever that is. If you think they can get healthy by then, plus 250, I, I don't hate. these. Divi- and the division ones aren't much fun. They're What's the most amount of wins you think the Jazz can get to and still lose in the second round? I think they could win 64 games, and everyone would be like, this is the Jazz year. Did, well, they, still, they won 61 last year, right? Yeah, with 10 less games. Like, they were on a 68. Yeah. Where, like, the Jazz are probably going to win 60 games this year. It yeah, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, look, they're a, for sure a great regular season team. Um, I've just heard that the change they made. The thing I wonder with the Jazz, are they going to be, like, basically what the Bucks did last year? Like, okay, listen, we had a style. It didn't work or it doesn't work in the playoffs. We have to tweak something. Are we willing to punt the regular season to tweak and figure that out? The game of skill I'm making is that the Jazz don't have the personnel to do that because they, if they want to go smaller at the five, the options are Eric Pascal or Rudy Gay. And 
feel like lunch meat and lunch, respect good fine players, but they I just feel, don't feel like that's going to be the remedy. Um, it's weird they gave up favors and George's Niang, who can kind of play like similar. Yeah, I thought five, like, Link was kind of. He's a good yeah, pickup for the Sixers. Um, yeah, but. I don't think the Jazz are going to pivot. I think they're like he's just going to run it back, do the same. Like we're going to well, I mean, jack it's a so can, Like Rudy Gobert can't really switch. As funny as it would be, I, they the loss of the Clippers was not on him. No, I don't think anybody on the team was defending. Like he was getting lit. The whole team was getting lit up. So I can't just put it only on him. It's only so many style. Like so much you can switch up with him so that's what i'm curious like i i just i don't know if they have the the facilities for that big man the bucks did it was like can they reach it the bucks did we'll see if the jazz can i'll never put money on the jazz um pacific division the lakers are plus this is this is a good division lakers plus 110 suns 200 warriors 475 clippers 900 Again, I don't hate Warriors just because this is a like no time better than now. Like they had, like it's just Steph only has so many of these years left. We haven't seen Clay in two years. Who knows what that looks like? Draymond, like still a, a, a contributing player for sure, but he just doesn't have a whole lot of room left to slip like offensively before it gets like. Uh, even with the passing, I think before it gets like you can't you can't pay him that much and play him that much. But for this season, I think they could be like pedal to the metal. So if you're like the Lakers, I do not think will be pedal to the metal. The Suns, I feel like they may, but again, like they got to the finals. I feel like they know it's like, OK, we know if we we need to get there healthy because they're they got to the final or to the playoffs healthy last year, which is a big thing. So maybe they don't go pedal to the metal. They also got the number two seed last year. Didn't they win the division? Yeah, they got the uh, number two because Jazz got number one. So maybe they they might be able to do both. They're just better. But I don't hate uh, 475. Clippers 900, I just can't. Not for division. I can see them making some noise, but I can't see them being better than the three teams ahead of them. Southwest, this is Mavericks, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Spurs, Rockets. Like Rockets and Spurs can just be fairly – discounted here i would discount david griffin and his piano playing pelicans i i don't hate that either because i'll never pick them uh i mean just for the i don't hate grizzlies like the mavericks won it by won the division last year by four games they had a lot of bad luck injury wise and covid wise for sure a lot of teams did like it's just one of those things like i don't i'm i know they've measured who lost the most games and i'm sure the maps are up there but everybody did and also I don't know if Jason Kidd is good. So if you're willing to tell me that the Grizzlies can get healthy, have a couple more pe- or one or two more pieces, they have a good coach. I think they've shown that. Plus 185? I don't hate it. Don't hate it one bit. That's fair. No. I was about to pull up Bill Simmons and ask you if Jaron Jackson is good, but then I realized <laughs> he literally did that on his last podcast. And I'm just copying his exact question, so we don't have to go there. Yeah, and also he's he has to stay healthy, but I I I'm still in on Jaron Jackson. Fair I'll, enough. I'll, I'll never waver on Jaron Jackson, especially if he's the one, especially if Billy Simmons <laughs> is um wagering. Okay. This is what I wanted to get to. I'm gonna tell you three things, 
And then I'm going to tell you that the MVP is coming from one of three people. I'm just not sure who. I'm just not sure who. The first thing I'm going to tell you, since 1985, only two MVPs have come from a team that finished worst, worst, worse than second in its conference during the regular season. Since 1985, only two, if I'm I'm not mistaken, it's Westbrook and Jokic. I think Denver was third last year. I think Westbrook was sixth the year he won it. The Westbrook year was his triple-doubles year when who should have won uh, if it wasn't for the triple-doubles? Marcus Smart? No. No. Uh, (laughs) Was that Harden? That I mean, it that was the year that the Harden people, uh, yes, they they yell at Russ. I think it was. I think that might have been the Kawhi, LeBron were third and fourth. I think that was it. But Harden was for sure second, I believe. Um, the second thing I'm going to tell you is that the MVP award has been won by players who were 23 or younger on just four occasions. Four occasions ever. Very rare. The third thing I'm going to tell you is that just looking at the history of it, playing set about 75% of the games, which is about of 82 games, sees about 60, 62 games. That's about the bare minimum, but that was more the exception. That was LeBron James. In 2011, LeBron played 62 out of 82 games and still won. That year is arguably one of those, like, this might be the best single season in history. So, Jokic played 72 of 72. Before that, Giannis played 63 of 73, then 72 of 82. Harden played 72 of 82. You get about a 10-game cushion. That's about, you have to play about about 85% of the game. You're getting about a 10, I would say maybe 15-game cushion. And I don't think it's so much like he played 63 games, he's automatically disqualified. It's just that... The margins are so close now that when a guy does play 72 games or 81 game or whatever, he's going to get that benefit of the doubt. So those are the three things I'm going to tell you. Keeping that in mind, I'm going to tell you where the MVP is coming from. Three people? It's coming from three people. From three people. But first. Ooh. Nailed it. Um, it's NBA time. Almost best ball time. It's small ball time. Now, I've got a small ball lineup. You draft it. It's just guards, wings, bigs, uh, real hoop, as some would say. It's a $5 entry fee. But again, you use promo code TRILL. You deposit. It gives you 10. You can make two entries. Like, it's not illegal. I check. I know you wanted me to check on that. I check. You can make two. Um, So if you promo code TRILL, you can... Do two entries or just one. The thing I like about this, a lot of people like fantasy ba- like fantasy basketball in theory is great. I feel like the first month, first month or two is sick. And then it's like, God, I got to set lineups for like games 37 through 52. Those are the ones you don't really care about. This just eliminates that entirely. You just draft the team. Underdog sets the best lineup like automatically. That's the, I feel like that's the that's the best sale I can give you. You just draft it once, you set it and forget it. Okay, okay, that's the second best thing. I can tell you. <laughs> the first best thing I can tell you is that first prize gets fifty thousand dollars. That's the best thing I can tell you about this. But, and I looked at this. If you come in nine thousand three hundred and ninety sixth place, you get your entry fee back. 
Okay. I, the, the, what is the risk team trying to mess with us? Yeah, you what's going on? What they getting at? Fuck is up. Um, so, do you have to draft the best team to win? No. But do you think you can draft one of the 9,396th best teams? 2,000 people basically get $6. You can just make a uh, $1 from being the 6,000th best <laughs> entry. That's why. You see what I'm saying? And I I, I did it. We're, we're, we're going to do, I think we're going to try to do a draft by the time this comes up, by the time you're hearing this Friday. It takes a little t- too long. It'd be, it'd be bad radio is what we call it. But we're going to put that out there. Hopefully you all will join us. We can get a, a lineup going. I did a practice one a while ago and i've got i've got steph trey young oladipo who's coming back in november earlier than i thought i've got drogic who i didn't like the pick at the time now that i'm hearing and seeing that he might start don't feel bad about that and isaac okoro my wings i've got middleton rj barrett hayward miles bridges jonathan isaac again this was a long time ago this was a (laughs) this this was a long time ago um Tim Hardaway Jr., Joey Harris. And my bigs, I've got Clint Capella, P.J. Washington. There you go. Uh, Mason Plumley. I've got all the Hornets, it appears, and Al Horford. Um, so it looks like I'm in on all the Hornets. And you, you can't be too. Top five offense. It's going to be yeah. top five offense. I'm hopeful. But you can't be too. Promo code trill. End of the small ball lineup. Now, the thing, uh, Rudman sent me this this morning. So the Kyrie is the 55th ranked player going in these best ball draft, like just behind D'Angelo Russell and Cade, like just ahead of Jeremy Grant, Karis LeVert, Chris Stapps. I don't know who should be like, who's offended there. Kyrie has to be like, if, if you show Kyrie that right now, it's like, Hey man, promo code trail. Look at this. They got you going uh 55th. I feel like he, he, he snort the vaccine like cocaine. <laughs> He'd be on the court tonight. No, I don't think Kyrie. Kyrie would just d- declare that it's hoopla, and he's the <laughs> vocally anti-hoopla. He's a voice for the voiceless. Yeah, the 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 people we just have not heard enough from. Um, anyway, okay, jumping small ball promo code trill. Build your lineup again. You said this is the beauty of it. It takes a little time for the draft, but you do it one time. You do it one time. Build a top nine, th- literal nine thousand team. And get some ROI. That's return on your uh, incoming thingy. Uh, anyways. MVP favorites. MVP favorites. We're looking at them right now. Luca plus 400. Joel Embiid plus 700. Kevin Durant plus 700. Giannis, Steph, Dame. LeBron, Jokic, Trey. Okay. So with the three things I just told you. Must come from right. a top two uh, Must team. Must come from a, a top two team. Is generally not again four times in. I don't know how many MVPs have been given out. Fifty plus six, like MVP. I feel like it's one of the ones. It's like we early on we we didn't always have most improved. I feel like we always had MVP. And you have to play a just baseline. You get about a ten to twelve game window to miss. With those three things in mind. Luka Doncic is the favorite, and him winning would be him bucking two of these trends. Two of these trends. Unless you think the Mavericks get a top two seed, which I do not. 
I do not. Also, Lucas 22 now will be 23 in February by the time this comes out. So, again, he will be bucking not one but two. Can he? Like, he's a special player. Like, he's already done things that just haven't been – I don't know how many people have done two first teams in your first three years. Like, just special stuff. So, it's possible. But, again, it'd be bucking two trends history. Just, I mean, just literal history. Um, Kevin Durant. Tied for a second there with Joel Embiid. Kevin Durant has played in 70-plus games two times in the last seven seasons. Oh, wow. Again, you miss, you thought that's more or less than you thought. That's less. I thought he was going for close to 70 in those two Warriors years. No. Well, one, he got hurt like regular season. I think that was one of them. But he just generally... Takes a rest every now. I mean, and then. yeah, and again, it's fine. But in for this, where every game you get about like seventies, about the minimum, man. Uh, and he's done it twice in seven years. That will be bucking history. Joel Embiid plus seven hundred. He played. He's played sixty four of eighty two, and just last year he played fifty one of seventy two. He's also been in the league seven years. So same as Kevin Durant, two times he's done like about that ratio because a couple one of his was during like the pandemic uh, year. And again, 64 out of 82, if he uh, that's probably about the minimum. That's probably like bare minimum. 51, like if he misses 20 games, I just don't think he's getting it. But I, he finished second last year. So maybe that's, again, not the 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 crutch that it historically has been. Same as Luca's age. I'm just, again, I'm just going by the history. So that's your top three favorites right there. Your top three favorites will be bucking, again, its own history. So the rest of the, just, I would say like top 10 or so, like it's Kyrie Irving is plus 4,000. I can assure you Kyrie Irving <laughs> is not winning the MVP. This, not this year. Not, uh, not this, not in the NBA. So. Damian Lillard is there, plus 1,100. I just don't think he's going to win enough games. I guess I, I, I should keep going. Gian, like, does Giannis meet our criteria? Is he going to play for a top-two team? Probably so. Is he older than 23? Yes. Yes, he is. Is he durable? Yes. Steph Curry after him, same thing. Damian Lillard, let me stop you right there. I don't think Portland is going to be a top-two team. So that that's a bold down. statement. That's, that's yeah. Listen, I, I'll, I'll walk out on a limb and stand on it. Um, LeBron James plus 1400. There's always the case to be made, but I this is just me again, just the history. I just feel like we're kind of past LeBron James getting MVP. I cannot wait till this is cut and spliced. <laughs> I, I should have just said like a, a just a just a loud John Gruden like slur in them, so they could just never take the footage. Uh, oh, they're they're going to use that footage. Yeah, no, they'll still edit it out. Uh, <laughs> again, he's he had a good run. Like it's not because his play has slipped, but it's because like different things. Like one, the narrative don't. I don't think the narrative works as much when we're aware of the narrative. Like it's like it's. it's you know I don't what I mean? know. I would think like. The only reason I would pick LeBron is because we looked at all the other odds for title, for Western Conference, for Pacific Division. If the Lakers are good, don't you think there's – and LeBron is going to be good, like, because LeBron's LeBron. 
He's mm. going to be the leader. I just feel like it's so easy for people to be like, Lakers are the best team in the West. We got to give it to LeBron James. Like I, I still think the narrative works for him. Literally ESPN programming would just be every day for like three months. It's like, should LeBron James win the MVP? Here's the I just thing. think like it yeah. would, it would build like if there are is team success in LA and LeBron plays and hits that games threshold. Like, I think that's pretty important, but if he like hits the whatever 65 game threshold, Everyone's just going to be like, that's LeBron, leader of the best team in the West. Like, we got to give it to him. Look, I think that's fair. I think that's also what's been said literally like the last – he hasn't won an MVP since his last year in Miami. But when was the last time he was, like, first place in the uh, conference? The, the Cavs did it, I think, once or twice. But sometimes some of those Cavs teams were just like, like – You mean like going into the season or finished first? Finished. Uh, the cat, I may, yeah, maybe once toward the end, they was Cavs like a seven seed, like walking to the finals. Um, again, that's pro- like some of that was part of it. Those were, I don't want to say he punted, those were the prime MVP, like when he was just openly, like, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't, it's fine, but that's the consequence. Now, at this point, I think it's like two of the past three years, I think it is fair to wonder about the game's play, right? Like, it's for something that was just never a concern. But also, again, like he, since he last won MVP, I don't think him in Miami was maybe best player. You can't say he's gotten better as a player, and you can't say the players around him, like his uh, competition in terms of his peers, not like his teammates, uh, has gotten worse. So I just don't think he's, I don't know. Again, the narrative is it'll, as long as LeBron James plays, there will be an avenue for him to win MVP. It would just have to be like preseason going chalk. And last year, Lakers was preseason going chalk and shitstorm happened. So they repaired that by signing everyone over 35 <laughs> years of age. So I don't, I, I, I just the LeBrons, I, I don't know. I don't know. Have you, have um, you seen any of those crazy like Nate Silver projection odds? Because they have the Lakers, oh uh, the ninth best team in the Western Conference. In the Wow. Which is just I just don't. They're that very is, yeah. Low. I need to see. That's like that uh, sports center. <laughs> this is sports center with Evander Holyfield. He was like uh, Charlie Steiner's got you ranked the thirteenth best heavyweight <laughs> Evander in the world in the state of Georgia. And he was like, "Come out and get your whooping, Steiner." Uh, Charlie not, Steiner was the best ESPN. Uh, Charlie Steiner was tremendous. Was uh, tremendous. Follow me. Follow me to freedom. Uh, <laughs> They jazz okay, Suns Nuggets third. Feel wait, okay, so this is so they basically like project out each player and then okay, the amount yeah, of minutes they think at. is gonna uh, uh is gonna play, and then like the gotcha. algorithm takes over. It's a real Daryl it, it's Morey, some for sure. They've uh, got the yeah. Pelican six, that's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. Well, because uh, that's assuming Zion plays like properly, yeah, like it, it seems like he's I'm, what did I hear the other day. It was like, yeah, Zion hasn't started running yet. I said, what? <laughs> he said, what? He hasn't started running yet. Uh, so I, I don't. How do you project injuries? It's just like such a crazy thing to be like, we can make this projection system, but also this variable that no one has ever had like a good yeah, that... model for that we're just going to make assumptions right. for that. Right. They just nail it right on. And uh, yeah. like the Golden State Wars just pay $100 million for like whatever injury projection shit they got but LeBron, i i just don't see it like it's just been 
It's been too long. You can't do it. You're a wash king. Yeah, put me in the commercial. You're a wash king. Promo code Trill. Washed. Um, after that, Nikola Jokic, uh, I mean, the most durable. Will he be in the top two? I don't think so, but he is one of the ones who bucked that trend. Um, so I think he's an option. And to be honest, after that, like Trey, I don't, I don't like for MVP. Most of it, I don't see it for Trey. I don't see it for Book. They'll give that to Chris. I mean, come on, Chris Paul's leadership. We get that before Devin Booker, James Harden, Jimmy. Like if you're talking long shots, Jimmy Harden plus twenty five is interesting because there, it's one of those. I think it comes down to are are the voters still mad at him? I think that's the only question. I mean, and do you think he stays healthy? Normally he has. Was last year the start of the decline? Was it the fluke? I would think it's the fluke. He's generally been very durable. Kevin Durant, like I said, don't play a lot of games. Kyrie might not play any games. Um, this is the pick. This is the one where you want to play the big money pick. This is what I go for. Jimmy James Harden, Harden. Like, I'm just, again, plus 2,500. If you just wanted to put a, a little 10, a little $10 bill on Jimmy Harden. A guy who's finished second how many times? Nine times, as any Rockets fan will there, tell you. There's your narrative right now. It's James Harden finally gets his MVP, avoids the hoopla. Like, I think with Kyrie out, his scoring, his shots are going to go up a little bit. And he's going to average 11 assists a game. Like, if the Nets are very good, Kevin Durant is probably going to average close to 30 a game. But James Harden, it's like 26 and 11. Like, that's a a pretty damn valuable season right there. I think at 2,500, that just seems like ridiculous. That that feels like. Only thing I think he's like, if, if Durant plays a certain threshold of games, I think they'll give it to Durant. If he doesn't, then. Hardens in the but again, I feel like they'll still split the boat. Like nobody else up there, like ADs after that. Love AD. He's not winning MVP this year. He'll never he'll you hear me, Davis? Uh <laughs> you won't do it. Not in the car you drive. No. <laughs> uh not gonna do it. The three people, I think the MVP will come from one of these three people. Giannis, Steph Curry, Nicole Jokic. I think it comes from one of those three people. Back-to-back MVPs happen quite a bit, really. Like it's just not—it's not a—it's not that rare. Uh, Giannis has actually did it himself. Actually, Steph Curry, like two of the people here, have done it before. Um, so Jokic getting it again is not crazy. They were thirteen and five after Jamal Murray got hurt, made it to the second round. The games after Jamal got hurt, they played like the eighth best offense and the sixth best defense. Now, they were the 12th defense as a whole. When Jamal, I get smaller sample size for sure, but the sixth best defense, seventh best offense. So I think the track for him looks like, like last year, he was 26 points, 11 boards, eight assists. He might got to push it to 30. Like, I just think they're going to need his scoring more. And also, like, he, he's just... 57% from the field, uh, 90% from the playoffs, or 90% from the uh, free throw line after Jamal left, including the playoffs. So I, some of that efficiency might have to be sacrificed just because he's so good at getting a bucket. So 
he's at 18 shots a game. If that goes to 21, if he's a six free throw attempts right now, if that goes to eight, the, t- the assists fall a little bit. The rebounds are going to be there. I don't know if it's how he – like, I think he would prefer to get triple – like, he wants to pass, but I also think he prefers to win. So I think there's a track for Jokic to get it. Like, Giannis – when Giannis went back-to-back, he averaged more points, more rebounds, and less minutes, and one defensive player of the year. Like, I stepped it up, I guess you should say. Uh, Steph Curry averaged, like, seven more points a game. <laughs> Led the league in field goal percentage, three-point percentage, and steals for a 73-win team. LeBron James did it. I think his was just one year he played 62. The next year he played 76. He's like, I'm I'm still me. I'm just here more. So it can happen. I just think you have to be on the, the, the Steve Nash plan. Like Steve Nash won his first one. They were the one seed. Amari Stoudemire got hurt. He had to start shooting more. He went from like 15 points a game to like 18, 19 points a game. I think that's the Jokic track. Um, Giannis and Steph, I don't, I don't feel like I have to lay out the. Uh, the yeah, explain story. to me how they're going to be good. Yeah, well, this Giannis guy. What's his? Uh, I mean, again, knock on wood, wild, durable, a defensive player of the year candidate. Is if he's just going to start nailing like stop and pop threes, as I've seen from these some of these preseason, yeah, clips. I've seen two yeah. clips of him shooting and just went, Oh crap, it's it's done for. I saw, the one that scared me even more than the three was he drove in and just stopped like 15 foot, stopped turned around. If he that's the one, if he gets that, put every dollar you own on Giannis to win this. He award. won back to back MVPs, then had a better season, but so like lost the narrative. Uh, then won back the narrative by winning the finals. And so now it's just like, yeah, he's going to do the same exact thing again, but everyone's on his side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giannis feels like, uh, yeah, I think I, I would feel comfortable gaming, gaming of skill on him. Again, that's where I think the, like the same narrative you built for LeBron, there's the anti for Gian- like those same, those, they got votes too. Those same people are going to build it for LeBron are going, but he stayed and he did it the right way with the people. So I feel like that, that's the, that hurts LeBron, I feel like, not Giannis. So Giannis, that's the case. Steph Curry, uh, I mean, if he just wants to score 30 points again, I think he legit took 13 threes a game last year and made 45%, like just preposterous numbers. And I think they just, if they're just healthier, they're better. If they're healthier, they're better. He is going to have... Like, I feel like all these, you need your, almost like MVP moments or like highlight real stuff. Steph's going to have those. Giannis is going to have those. Jokic is going to have, it's like, he, yeah, he's averaged 31, 14, and 11 for a month straight. I think, I would take these three people over the field. That's how good I feel about my uh, crudely done research. And I'm very interested to see at the end of the year. I thought I really wanted to throw Harden in here, but he I don't he's plus 25 for like Vegas. They know something I don't. He's a little too low. Little too low. But I don't hate like if you want to say those four, but I'm I'm sticking to these three. I am fairly certain the MVP from next year will be one of Giannis, Steph, or Jokic, which again stepping out on a limb here. Kinda when neither like none of these are the top three favorites. Like give me something. Um Plus 800 for Giannis, plus 900 for Steph, plus 1600 for Jokic. Just a little something, something. 
that's just from Trilly Whisk and history. Like I, I feel like I backed this up with his. I mean, I could have made every single number up, <laughs> every single one. You never know. You never know. Um, one of those three people winning the MVP. Feel good about that. Um, see awards. The the rest of the awards. These are. I didn't do as much research for these. These are less fun. Yeah, no, it gets like I don't. It's the rookie of the year is kind of like. It feels like Jalen Green's going to score a lot of points. Well, I think it's going to be Cade is plus two fifty. Jalen Green is three hundred. I think it's one of those two. I think personally, I would go Cade. Like I know Jalen Green is going to have free reign, but it's going to be like Kevin Porter Jr. setting him up and himself setting him up with Cade. I think like. Killian Hayes, Corey Joseph, like the leading assist men from the Pistons last year, or like they have a lot. Saban Lee, like I just I don't think Cade will have to set it all up himself, is what I'm saying. So I think he'll they'll they'll both do numbers. I think Cade will probably do a little bit better efficiency, even if Green does higher, you know, score running numbers. So I don't oh, yeah, go with Cade because Green's just going to chuck, and that's why he's going to have yeah. higher point totals. And I really think. It'll be a good evaluation of like uh, what the rookie of the year vote, like what they care about, because I definitely think yeah. Green's going to have the most points per game. It, it. I also think it will be a thing like the Rockets are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. The Pistons won 20 games last year, had the 16th ranked defense, which is very interesting. Like that's it feels very impressive to be that bad when you were like that average on defense. So, Kate, like if Kate is just that guy. Like Jeremy Grant had a year of the like Olympic workout. They had a lot of young guys. If they take a step forward, not saying they'll be good, but I think they'll be competitive. And if it's like, okay, Cade's putting up more efficient numbers in games that matter uh, versus ones that don't, I'll go with him plus 250. It's it's a little bit of a stretch to say any Detroit Pistons game will matter. And I think they could be good, but I don't think they will ever matter. That's ugly. Um, Sixth man of the year. This one is, I mean, this, this is impossible. <laughs> these are just great. I mean, depending on how you, if you just got a hankering or, or just a, a hunch on this, Jordan Clarkson's the favorite at plus five. They have extended odds. We can go real deep here. You want Miles Bridges at plus three thousand? Yeah. Give me Trey Man. I think it's I think it's Trey Man season. Um, I mean, Clark, like six man of the year feels like one they really don't care to just give it. To, to the same part, like it's like Lou Will, you want it again? Crawford, sure. Uh, yeah, there's no Crawford obvious guy this year. If any, it's literally anyone's uh, anyone's ball game for six man. Because if you don't think it's going to be Clarkson, it's I would say Clarkson, Ingles, who finished seventh last year, uh, or who finished second, who was the seventh man of the year, I guess. Patty Mills is interesting though, because the only six man of the year qualification you have to come off the bench for more games than you start. So if he he can start 40 games and come off the bench for 42. He's still eligible. So plus, Clarkson and Mills really the only two I like. Maybe Engel, but I, I, I'm not betting on two. I'm not skilling on two Utah players. Uh, I don't understand how they could win sixth man and seventh man, I guess, technically. Because doesn't – how do you know that Clarkson was like the sixth man and Ingles was seventh? He, he checked in four seconds. Good- no, I don't <laughs> – it feels like it should just be best bench player uh but if you have the second best bench player are you really the best bench player that's that i think that's the whole point which is exactly how patty mills comes in uh defensive player of the year 
This one saddens me. Always saddens me. Uh, Rudy Gobert is the favorite. Plus 350. This is what bothers me. Matumbo and Ben Wallace are the only people with four. That's what's at, at stake here, people. Is this the company you want to put Rudy Gobert in? <laughs> Whether he deserves it or not. Is this, is this the stand we want to make as a league? He's plus 350. Simmons plus 350. I just, he's another one. I just don't know if he's going to get those votes. Like, again, it is a media thing. I don't, uh, Clutch does not appear to be very well regarded. Maybe it's just Rich Paul. I don't know. Not very well regarded. Miles Turner. Miles Turner, He's he just doesn't get the, like, if you're going to be a center, you got to get 12, 13 rebounds, three, four blocks. He gets the blocks. He doesn't get the rebounds. Giannis plus 1,000 feels absurd. He's done it. Listen, he's done it before. The chip is off his shoulder. And God forbid they just let him start playing more center like he did in the finals where he's able to break up those alley-oops to eight. And if he just starts doing that plus 1,000 seems a little low. Seems a little low. Next is most improved. The favorites are Shea uh, and Zion, both plus 700. Michael Porter Jr., 750. Kevin Porter Jr., 900. Zach Levine. Zion, I mean, I just just don't know when he's coming back. I think the injury stuff is legit. So he feels out. Shea plus 700 is interesting. Michael Porter Jr. is interesting. The favorites for this last year were Jamal, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and Michael Porter Jr. So I, I just wonder, it's like, hey, we're going to give them this award. Like, <laughs> one of these days, like, Michael Eventually, Porter we're just going to say that Shea is officially good. Yeah, like, he's, he's, well, Shea, I don't get like, the leap Shea has to take. Like, like, he, was, worse. He, he was already uh, good last year. Like, Yeah. The, the thing about this one, <laughs> I looked at last year. I could not find odds for Julius Randle. That's how far off the board he is. So this is the one where it's most likely that someone jumps from completely out of nowhere. Uh, can you show me the uh, the full or extended odds for that one? For uh, yeah, who's, who's deeper on the list? Because yeah, this is the one where it it just seems like the favorite just does not. Like, I just tend to win. Um, something I noticed historically of the last seven, all of them, except for Brandon Ingram, played for a playoff team. Do with that what you so, so winning whatever matters reason, in the most improved, I guess. The, yeah, for whatever reason, the voters value that. And to be honest, when you look at it like that, it eliminates like half the field. If you Can look at like the team, become a first time all star. I feel like that was a big thing for Julius Randle. Like the way to get the momentum for that is like if you go from just like establishing yourself early, then you you got the uh, leadership in the most improved award. You know what? I'm glad you said that. I'll, okay, that is one of my five predictions. First time all stars. I'll give it away now. Ooh, I didn't. That's I didn't even know. See, see, we get. The, like first time all stars is kind of just a thing now. Like last year we had Levine, Julius Randle, Zion, Mike Conley. Year before that, Trey Young, Siakam, Bam, Tatum, Sabonis, Doncic, Mitchell, Ingram, Gobert, Booker. Year before that, Jokic, Middleton, Vucevic, D'Angelo Russell. So it's 
it's almost a safe bet a safe bet to say we get at least at least multiple like two from each conference doesn't feel absurd so the two i'm picking first time all-stars i'm going michael porter jr and i'm going john morant well michael porter jr it just feels like i'm not going him for most improved but i do think there's very much a, a lane for him to make the all-star team. i think if he would makes the all-star team he's the he was the front runner for most improved and i can i can see it with jamal out if he takes up a lot of the scoring mm-hmm. from the outside like i think that's and just averages solid 24 points a game or something like that because he can he's a tall guy who can shoot who in mm-hmm. the nba is pretty valuable yeah and again they i feel like he's been on this list every year since he was drafted so they just feel like they just want to give him this award so i don't i don't hate michael porter jr uh i mean i've got to make a first time all-star i clearly don't hate um eastern conference give me rj barrett and give me jeremy grant I'll go RJ. I just feel like he, and this is admittedly someone who was not high on him coming into the draft, but he's just, he's checking the boxes of the things that I wanted to see. Like he shot 40% from three last year, took a huge leap in his free throw percentage, more assists, less turnovers. And I think more importantly, this year, like Reggie Bullock is gone, right? Fournier and Kimba. Derrick Rose quickly are in, which means he's going to get those tough defensive assignments. The ones that Reggie Bullock was getting last year, he's going to get those. So I'm going RJ. I like it. I think he was plus three. What's his plus 3,000? Yeah. yeah. Plus 3,000. He's one of my uh, candidates. I, would, I think I, I might would even go him over Michael Porter Jr. for the same thing. Like, if he makes all-star game, he's probably going to get it. I would go RJ for plus 3,000. Keldon Johnson, also plus 3,000. Because he played uh, he played 29 minutes a game last year. But he's just I think he's just going to have more minutes and opportunities this year. Like, DeRozan, Patty Mills, Rudy Gay. That's 34 shots a game gone. They take 91 or they took 91 as a team. Like the Spurs aren't exactly jacking it up. So he was on the select team, promoted to the Olympic team. So he's been getting that kind of work in. I feel like just without DeRozan and Mills, the team probably just gets better defensively almost by default. So if he takes a step offensively, plus 3,000, I don't I don't think he gets the all-star level, though, which is why I wouldn't for the same age or same odds as um, RJ. But long, long, my Julius Randle long odds pick. Scroll on down. Scroll on down. Scroll on down. Scroll on down. Scroll. We're at plus oh, 8,000. Keep, keep scrolling. I got a long Miles Bridges. Plus 15,000. Most improved. Here's the case for Miles Bridges. April and May of this past year, Hayward and LaMelo really both were, were in and out of the lineup. Miles Bridges, 20 points, seven boards, three assists, 51% from the field, 44% from three on seven attempts. Like real volume, not just uh, one a court, like seven attempts, real volume. So they got uh, Book Knights in there, Ubre's in there. They help on the win. Like Book Knight's a smaller guy. He'll, he'll probably play the two. Ubre, some two, some three. Like RJ, it's going to be on Bridges. 
to defend those primary guys. It's not going to be Gordon Hayward. It's not going to be Lamelo <laughs> or Terry. So Miles Bridges, he takes a step forward defensively. He's going to have the highlights. He's going to dunk somebody through the crust every other week. If he keeps hitting 44% of his threes on that kind of volume, playing defense and getting 20 a game, plus 15,000? Again, there were no odds I couldn't find for Julius Randle last year. He got the same odds as Kyle Anderson, respectfully. (laughs) And Rashawn Holmes. How did Kyle Anderson or Rashawn Holmes make this? Respectfully, yeah. So I don't know if this is a – I don't know. He's got lower odds than PJ, and I love PJ, but I just feel like 15,000, I like it for Miles Bridges. I'll leave it at that. How do they decide who makes this list and who – who doesn't like why is Cameron Payne on here? Like, they no just give this is the year. This is Rui Hachimura's year. Uh, like Nick Vucevic. We really think Nick Vucevic is going to take a, a big step. He goes from all star to he just starts playing all NBA <laughs> defensive player of the year. Uh, Nick Vucevic. Uh, what's that guy? Coach. Uh, yeah, we're getting, getting close. Coach of the year. Steven Nash is the favorite, plus 850. And I'll say, <laughs> if this Kyrie stuff goes on into the season at all, he's going to win it 100%. That'll just be like, <laughs> hey, man, we see you, brother. We like we we feel your pain, man. Stay strong. Plus 850, not bad. Nate McMillan, plus 1,400. Again, conference finals appearance, 171% of his games. I don't hate that. Quinn Snyder's interesting for kind of the the reason I said, like if they're willing to tinker and go from being a one seed to two or two or three seed, will people reward that? I thought he had one. He doesn't have one. I feel like he's a guy. It's like he Quinn Snyder's going to win a coach of the year at some point. So one of those, but I I feel like it's almost Nash, man. Like these were before the Kyrie stuff. If this, if this going to game one, they're going to be like, he's had to deal with so much. Um, I like Nash plus eight. Who won it last year? Monty Williams? Um, Thibodeau. Tommy Tibbs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is there any team that's just like is going to surprise or like do a little bit better in the conference or like rankings? That's what I was like. I, I don't know who's going to jump up like that. So it's like it feels weird to give like coach of the year to the favorites. Like, hey, listen, man, they were number one. He, they had that target on their back all year, and he managed that. Um, Popovich is not one. Respectfully, he's not. Listen, Taylor. I don't hate Taylor Jenkins. Plus, uh, was it two thousand from yeah. Memphis? Like, if they just stay healthy, he's shown to be a good. Like, if they could just stay healthy, maybe take a leap. I don't hate. It. You know who the sharp money's on? Chris Expert. Oh. Rick Carlisle. That's that's who. If you're yeah. if you're picking a coach, if, you can rely on. Look, I go look, Rick Carlisle. We'll get to the most prepared coach of the year odds. Uh, don't jump the gun. Don't don't spoil it. Uh, next, I don't know if it was. It might be in the other link I sent you. Scoring title. I don't know if it was on this one. This I found. It was one with scoring title. It might be the other one. Oh, it was Vegas, like futures for team, and then one for futures for players. I think. Well. I'll uh, search for it. Where I beat Jam with a, uh, a, a, a <laughs> coat hanger. No. Um, anyways, scoring title odds. 
the favorite that I saw, I just want to, let's see, here we go. Yeah, zoom in there a little bit, please. Here, Okay, yeah. Bradley Bill is plus 275. Not bad, like no Westbrook, there's for sure the opportunity. Luca, plus, I saw, this is at uh, 425. I saw 450. That just feels like a bad thing. If Luca's leading the league in scoring, that just feels like ultimately a bad thing. Uh, I think for, this is for a their good, championship chances. It's so. a good bet, and why I think the Mavericks are not going to do anything this year. I th- yeah, I think that like it's can he do it for sure? But if he does it, it's like oh boy, they got the four seed and got smoked in the first round. Um, a lot of Clippers probably. Steph is six hundred here. Dame is seven hundred here. Russ, I think it was Russ. He was on the one I saw. Harden, I don't like. He'll be an efficient like twenty six, but not like scoring like leader. Leader. I like Steph or Dame. Again, I think Steph might win MVP plus five hundred. Steph won it last year. I don't think Bradley Beal's won a scoring title. Actually, I feel like he keeps getting close, but he keeps scoring, averaging thirty five points a game, and then not being named an All Star, and then tweeting. Yeah, about it was like he ever. He averages 35 the year. Harden averages 36. He's like, come on. Um, but I like Stafford Dame here. Do we have rebounding title? This is for the real degenerates, man. That's 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 what this I- is this. Listen, this is nasty work, baby. I'm getting into the mud. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't see it. Let me see. What uh, it was for, one of them was in the the link I sent you. Uh, maybe I should check. Wait, the that way. Is it now? Maybe not. In the link you sent me. Yeah, it was one of, like, from the email. Oh, the email, eh? The direct link you provided. Yeah, the old electronic (laughs) message. Either rebounding title. Again, real degenerate work. In the 21 seasons. 21 seasons since the turn of the century, since 2000, 2001. There's only been nine different winners. Nine different. So uh, this is, again, some like if somebody just kind of claims that best rebounder title, they just kind of have it. Like only Kevin Love and Hassan Whiteside didn't repeat. Everybody else that won repeated. Capella's the favorite plus 125. He won it last year. Gobert plus 225. He's been at 13 a game for the past three years. Just never let it. The long shot, I like. Sabonis. DeMontis Sabonis, plus 700. He's been at 12 straight, uh, excuse me, 12 per game for two straight years. And I'm hoping that expert Rick Carlisle will play him a little more at center. Uh, Not alongside Miles Turner, but maybe some shooting. Get a couple more rebounds. So Capella's probably, I mean, plus 125. Again, like whoever wins it probably just wins it again. But Sabonis plus 700 is interesting. Assist title, Harden's plus 120. Trey's plus 450. In his three years in the league, Trey has finished fourth, second, and second in assists per game. Plus 450. I like him to get the dub this year, even though I think Harden, I mean, again, he's a favorite for a reason. But if not, if for some reason, Harden needs to shift a little bit towards scoring. Trey plus 450. One more really degenerate one. 
Uh, <laughs> total three pointers made. Steph oh, wow. minus one seventy four. It was Steph last year. It was hard in the year before that. It was hard in the year before that, and before the uh, the year before that, it was also James Harden. He's plus ten thousand. Huh. Now Steph minus one seventy four. Dame plus four hundred. So I like. Rightfully so, his three-point attempts went way down last year from anything he did in Houston to Brooklyn. Him coming in on the fly, the wage or the wager here would be is like, does he get back to some of his old ways? Right? Maybe without another guy on the perimeter. Maybe so. So again, the guy who's won three of the last four is plus ten thousand odds right now for three pointers again. Percentage don't Steph's gonna lead in percentage. That don't matter. So also factor in durability. Harden's pretty durable. That's probably the longest shot I'll give you that might actually. I mean, no, nah, I just gave you plus fifteen thousand. Never mind. That one's that's a lock. Um. Okay, time for the rest of my predictions, and then we'll get out of here. I gave you the first time all stars. Number two. The Knicks, the New York Knicks. Jumped from 23rd in offense last year to the top 10. They jumped to the top 10 this year. It hurt like, like the replacements they made, Bullock out, Fournier and Kimba in. They're going to concede that number three defense, but at, like I feel like this is what they want. Like Bullock, he could hit an open three, but respectfully, he couldn't dribble. Fournier can dribble. Kimba can dribble. Another year of quickly, another year of Barrett. Mitchell Robinson should be healthy. That's like lobs efficiency. I think they take that jump. That's my, I guess, I don't bold prediction, whatever. Number three prediction. The Clippers defense falls out of the top half of the league. They were the top eight, uh, or excuse me, number eight last year. I think they fall out of the top half. No Kawhi for one, duh. Their starting backcourt right now is Reggie Jackson and Eric Bledsoe, respectfully. I feel like less of those guys, like if you told me that was their starting, their two guards off the bench, I'd be like, hey, they're in pretty good shape. Those are your starters. So I feel like you're taking a little knock there. There's going to be a bigger offensive burden on Paul George. He's not going to have as much left for defense. Ibaka's still not back from a back injury. So I feel like they're just going to be small and like, Isaiah Hartenstein and Harry Giles are their backup center. They're going to play a lot of small ball, but and I think that'll help them in the playoffs, but for regular season, I think their defense suffers. I think the offensive boom slows down, but it's not a bad thing. Like last year, the league, 37% from three as a whole, which is like really, really good uh, as a whole, but limited fans, COVID lineups, shorter offseason, all that. You're Do the Kings still exist though? Because like the getting Kings, to play the Kings the Blazers for the too. whole year. Yeah. Kings and Blazers. Listen, Luke Walton's still gainfully employed for some reason. Um, but the year before was thirty five point eight. They made thirty five point eight. Year before that, thirty five point three. So it usually jumps about like point three percent. It jumped a whole percent. That I don't think that part's sustainable, but. Teams also keep shooting more threes, like more of their field goal attempts are threes. That went from 36 to 38 to 39. That goes up. The efficiency goes down. But I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a, I just say that to say I don't think that 
the leap we took, I don't think the league average for three point shooters this year jumps up to like 38%. I don't think we're there yet. Not yet. I think we take a step back, then probably some more incremental steps forward. And the last prediction is my four all NBA teams because there should definitely, definitely be four and not three. First team, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Giannis, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. I feel like I haven't mentioned him much. He just kind of claims this spot every other – if you just look at every other year or so, when he's healthy and engaged, he just kind of claims first team team All-NBA center. Just kind of his thing. Will he will he play center with the Lakers though? Will he finally listen, just be like, this is what we need to do? Listen, this is another one. Year sixteen of will Anthony Davis play center? He will when it counts. He will when it counts. Will that get him first team NBA then? It's done it the past three times. <laughs> He's made it uh, the the first time he made All NBA was at Ford. The other three times I think have all been at center. So whatever the percentage he plays, he'll get the center vote. It's also just much cleaner, like for voters. So I'm I'm fine with that too. Second team. Damian Lillard, Jimmy Harden, Kevin Durant, Paul George, I do think he has a good year. Uh, Nikola Jokic, third team, Trey Young, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, and fourth team, just for just for poops and giggles, uh, Chris Paul. Leadership can only fall so far. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just such a leader. Um, but Chris Paul, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Zion Williamson. And Rudy Gobert. Uh, that's the problem with doing a fourth team. I that's Miles you know Turner what? has seven blocks. You know what? I'm making an executive decision. Gobert out, add a bio in. I just can't. I just can't leave the people. We like got to feel good about that. Yeah, I can't leave the people like that. Gobert out, add a bio in. Baby boy of the week. Baby boy of the week. Jam, it's time for baby boy of the week, man. It's time for baby boy of the week before we get out of here. Um, I haven't forgot college football talk either. Tyler Harrow is baby boy of the week. He's caught some flack recently. Caught some flack. He said, Tyler Hero. Hot no. Uh, I quote, I feel like I'm in the same conversation as those guys, the young guys coming up in the league who can be all stars, superstars one day. Luca, Trey, Ja, you know those guys. I feel like my name should be mentioned in that category too. End quote. Let me say this. One, duh, what's he supposed to say? Those guys, yeah, those guys are, oh God, I'm awful. Uh, no, those guys will take my lunch. What's he supposed to say? Two, he said guys that can be stars and superstars one day. He didn't even say this year. He just said one day, right? Now again, Ja Moran made an all-star game yet. Three, and these are objective facts. There's Luca and there's everybody else in those people he named. So that's taking Luca out of this. Of Trey, of Ja, of Harrow, he's like just factual. He's the best three point shooter in the regular season and the playoffs. He's the best defender. Not saying he's good. <laughs> Not, I, I don't want that. I don't want that rumor out there. But when you look at the other two, Again, statistics like the advanced number, like they're all in the negatives. I think Harold's in the negatives by the least over like the past year or two. Um, lowest turnover rate, lowest usage rate. So this year we see, is he just really that good at taking care of the ball or has it just been low usage? Because I think he's going to get a, ch- a usage bump. 
And for all the time, uh, you just think he had just this horrible year last 15 points, five boards, three assists, and shot 36% from three off the bench. Just this horrible year that people are just all the way out on a 20 year old coming off a 72 day off season or 70 whatever day off season. So you're doing great, Tyler. How That's dare why, he? Yeah. How dare he be confident about his abilities? It, it's of- preposterous. It's preposterous. If only they had known he'd been this way all along. Uh, if only they knew he was calling himself a walking bucket in college and probably high school. Self-belief so, is just absurd. For it, It's, it's a red flag. Uh, speaking of red flags. Um, no, best best white is off the board. But best American white, very much on the board, Tyler. I have faith in you. Go get it, buddy. And alas, it's true. My Kentucky Wildcats are current as of recording as of uh filing to press are undefeated 6 and 0 this Saturday we uh go to Athens Georgia to take on the number 1 team in the nation the Georgia Bulldogs knock on wood truly whiskers will be there in attendance truly whiskers will be there in attendance will he be drunk hey yes the answer is yes um very much so the line for that was Kentucky's getting 23 and a half points that I saw. 23 and a half points. Now, Georgia's got the best defense, like, on. they're on pace to be one of the best defenses ever. Their defense is the, I know you don't know college football, but it's one of those, they're good defenses, and they're, I think they've allowed on at five points a game so far, like, just not fucking around. I, I say all that to say <laughs> I feel like college football just, scores are 70 to like 70. Yeah. So, so when you hear and understand that and know that they're allowing, I think, five points a game, they're that level of real. All the thing, Kentucky's defense is, I think we're 18th, like a top 20 defense, still a good defense. So, I think I say all that to say, I think this is going to be a low scoring one. The over under on points, I, I saw 44 and a half. I would go under. I just feel like, in general, this is an elite, elite defense versus a pretty good one. So, I no, no spam. I don't want to hear about my uh, car warranty expiring. I think it's a low score. I take the under on the points. Also, Kentucky by 23 and a half. Just in general, nobody scored 14 points on UGA this year. Nobody scored more than 13. I think we can get there. I think we can get to 14, maybe 17, maybe 17. So you give us that and plus 23 and a half. I like us plus the points. I like us even admitting 23. It's a lot, but that's a, it's a lot of points, man. Their defense is much better than our offense. I don't know what they've had, like their first and second string quarterbacks going back and forth. Um, so even again, even if they win, I think it'll be a, a low-scoring game. I like us with the getting 24 points, like a nice, I don't even, like 49 to 26. Uh, no, that'll never happen. They're just, they're just not <laughs> Are you just going in hoping for like a 20 to 7 loss and just be like drunk off your ass, falling down the stairs? The oh, real yeah, score is 30 to 7. <laughs> I can assure you I will be drunk off my ass regardless. That That's one thing I promise to the people. Just think um, of the points. Why yeah, just think of the points. Two, I've already decided. Like, if they're just whooping our ass good, I just immediately flip it to 
the good thing about UGA football is that, you know, this late in the season, you guys are locked to take it all the way. Like there's no more of a, like Georgia sports. I mean, you get it to the end zone, you're walking it in, right? Like you guys can go ahead and, and that's what makes Georgia fans tense up. So that's, I don't want to pull that out of my sleeve, but I am packing it with me for the trip. So go cats. Sport, let me see. I, I feel like I have to give a prediction here. We're keeping my let's see under 44, but cats by 23 and a half. UK 74, UGA 11. Final score. Go cats. That'll do it for this week. That'll do it for our NBA prop preseason game of skill future skills edition episode extravaganza um if you can make that the title of the show for jam for myself for underdog again we will try to be doing not sure on the time but it will be posted tomorrow on the twitter we're gonna try to get a small ball lineup or a small ball draft going some point friday morning it's some point friday between 12 and 12 um it's gonna i think it's 40 minutes maybe if everybody's there i think we can get through it quicker than 40 minutes to be quite honest but again promo code trill you draft the team you don't have to set the lineups that's the beauty of this we're going to try to get that going tomorrow until then y'all be safe and we will catch you next time